0: Saturday morning pregame on 1460 AM and
1: 106.3 FM. This is KXNO. Very uh, summer vibe right there. Uh, Man, I I have like a summer playlist and so I'm just playing some of those songs. I'm I'm into it. Uh, Yeah, so summer speaking of which, man, look outside. It's the pregame. It's 1460 KXNO, top of the 9 o'clock hour. You can't do better at least optically, from sitting inside, looking outside, you see that blue sky, you see a little breeze ruffling the trees. No, this is it. Get out, man. This get out. This is it, Emory. This is it right here. This, this is-, is what you sign up for. This is why we deal with four seasons, yeah. so we can truly appreciate days like this.
2: Why well, you go through the struggles of winter and and late fall, and you go through the struggles of spring, and you don't and know ap- every day what, what you're going to get. April and April snowstorms. April snowstorms. And the beginning of summer, where have we switched over yet? We, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. Today's the day. We are.
1: We know this is the day. Enjoy it. It's beautiful out. It's July. I love 11. this damn city. Yeah, I, I, I was the, the best. Just the the best. Anyways, uh, I as promised, uh, we we talked a lot about our dogs in the first segment, and uh well, it's new life for us. You know, it, it, and we appreciate everybody with all the kind words congratulating us on our our life adjustments. Um, very positive life adjustments. Big positive life adjustment is watching live sports again. I don't know how much positive it is. It's positive. I, I've watched more. So, I've watched more Major League Soccer in the last three days than I Good have in years. Good for you. Um, MLS is back. Tournament happening. They bubbled all their teams down there. Two teams had to had to withdraw. FC Dallas had ten positive cases of COVID. Nashville SC had nine. They both said we don't have enough guys to play. So. We're just not going to play. Uh, so there are four. There are four teams in each of the six groups. There are twenty-four teams left. Um, and I've just been watching some of it, and I've been. You know what? I'm enjoying it because it's actual live competition in the United States. I watch a little bit of Australian football. I like Australian football, and that's fine. Um, Australian football is a, a great sport and everything, but it's just not the same as watching. Stuff happened here. They're not on the same time frame, right? You watch Korean baseball. I've been watching a ton of Korean baseball. The only reason I can is because it's going on while I'm doing my show live. Yeah, it's popping on the TV. Yeah, I'm just watching it while I'm on the air on on WHO. I basically get to watch the entire game in my four hours. So um, if that wasn't the the case, I wouldn't see any of this stuff that's happening overseas. So MLS is back. Uh, The NWSL, the Women's Soccer League, they are back. And we are days away from baseball starting. And maybe even most importantly, the NBA bubble and the NHL bubbles are within a few weeks of starting as well. What do you think will happen with this NBA thing? Because I'm hearing, like you hear some of the players say, oh, this is garbage, the the food that's here at these know, hotels.
2: that they have what us normal folk eat.
1: <laughs> well, the, and, and you know, Woj basically said that, and Mark Stein also said that after a couple of weeks, after all the quarantine period is up for all the guys that get there, then stuff is allegedly supposed to be better. Yeah, and I'm sure they can go to like the food court and and they're setting those up within the hotel, so they don't have to go anywhere yeah, to get those. Yeah. You're not you're not you a fan of these to, pompous athletes. You know what I'm about
2: to say right now?
1: It's the exact same thing about Travis
2: Shaw. It's an elitist mentality. And I'm not it. here
1: for it. I'm not here for it um John I, John morant came out and said i i don 't come from i 'm not a silver spoon guy right i don 't care what they feed me right you got, you got a meal
2: you got a meal
1: that 's why the Grizzlies are in the eighth seed when nobody thought they 'd be good this year because guys like John morant said yeah. i 'm not nobody gave me nothing I'm i 'm here and i 'm going to show you all that i 'm a good basketball player i don 't need to be Pampered here in this bubble. I'm going to be here. We're going to clinch a playoff berth, and then we're going to stun the world by beating the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs. That's what he's thinking,
2: man. I, yeah, I saw the uh, the. It was actually my down yesterday um, on the morning rush. The the uh, the food picks because I'm like it was a mixture of I don't really care what they eat, but you guys are complaining about it. Why? That's a free meal, and it doesn't look that terrible. Just because it's it's you not, and I would be fine eating it. Yeah, hell, when I was at Grandview and we went on a road trip, and our lunch that we would get, which we were thankful to get that we got a lunch on the on the bus, was it was a sandwich that was pre-made with packets of mayonnaise and mustard, and then you get a bag of chips and a cookie and an apple.
1: Yeah, that's pretty standard. Could you
2: imagine if I would have been like, "What's this crap that that Grandview's giving me? I, I can't eat this." They'd
1: be sending you back to the. Thank Des you for
2: the free meal, but no thanks. No, I enjoyed it. It's a free meal. I don't know. I got
1: issues with it. But anyway, back to... Well, no, that's, that's the conversation. It, like, how is this going to work? If that's already what the issue is, you know, less than I a week since they got there. I think you have guys,
2: Emery, I think you have guys that are looking for any way to... Get out of there. Get, get out of Dodge. And if complaining about our, our meal setup and our our, our hotel setup and, and, and all that stuff, if complaining about that, eventually... If enough people do it and enough people are complaining and make it seem like it's this fire fest world and and that everything is just a scam and we're, we're just, we don't know what we're really doing here, that eventually someone's going to be like, yeah, okay, we're just not going to play. I think you have guys, Emory, I think you do have guys that aren't opting out because they don't want the bad press or think that they might get bad press by saying, you know what, I don't want to go down there and play. I'm gonna opt out. I think they, or I, I, I really don't. I, I, I really don't know. But um, I don't know. I would like to think that you're gonna see a finals,
1: but I don't know if the NBA would not have gone through all of this to have. They're
2: going this, through a lot, man. I would They're not, going through so for much. The every, to, every sports, for every the sports for the, the
1: players years. to voluntarily. Like leave and end what is happening. I just can't imagine the NBA would let that happen. No, and I I hope it does. I, We'd see more Michael Beasley's getting picked up by these teams to finish I, the season.
2: Seeing the the lanes that these leagues are going to. We just talked talked about baseball to wrap up the first hour. We're seeing it. In, we're seeing it right here in the state. You've seen it up close and personal with the high school stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um if if like say our say our company right we're like hey we're we're picking up the studio and we're move, we're going to we're going to go to this bubble in Indianola we're going to do radio every day for the next 2 months there no one can leave the hotel room type type deal you know like when when and i don't know if this is just me i when people go out of their way to do something for me And I feel like the league is trying to go out of their way to get these games in one from a financial reason, but two to get these players to make sure that they can all, you know, play and and have their career. I don't know. I, I do whatever I can to make sure that I fulfill the the other. This is what
1: makes people like you and me different though, because you and me are still ambitious. You and me would still do anything to get to the level we want to get at in life. Do you are, think it's because they're there? are already there. there. Yeah. They have nothing to prove to anybody, and that's why you hear people, hear these guys, even if they're not even that great, their agents are telling them, you've got to file a grievance about your salary. You've got to hold out for a new contract. You've got to tell them that you're worth this much money, even though everybody knows that you're probably not. you got to ask for it. I mean, that's the player empowerment era. In terms of contracts, I mean, I'm not talking about social justice stuff. I'm talking about just contracts and, uh, pay and what the players believe that they are entitled to. That, I mean, it is a different era. And you and me have nothing to prove. Now, John Morant saying all this stuff, he's got a lot to prove. I vibe with that. Yeah, but he's got a lot to prove. But I, I. He's still a rookie. But I vibe with his mentality. What happens three years from now when he's a perennial All Star? When he's, he got a five year
2: max contract, they, they and, max
1: him out with a. And you know Memphis will. That's their guy for for the next fifteen years. They're going to do everything they can to keep that guy in Memphis. I mean, does, does the mentality change? Does, what's what? What does twenty five year old John Morant say instead of twenty year old John Morant? I like twenty year old John Morant, but I don't. I I don't know if it's fair to expect just, him to feel the same way after he's been in the NBA for five years. It.
2: It, it, I'm not going to be against if a player doesn't want to play, right? Like, if he opts out because. These guys have opted out on yeah, right, basketball. Yeah, like, I'm not. I'm, it's the same thing with baseball, right? Yeah. Like, we could have came on here and ripped Michael Kopech being White Sox fans.
1: That'd be really bad of us to do, but. Right, but I, I mean, we
2: could have. We could have been like, what are you doing? You just got off of Tommy John. You need to pitch. You need to get some innings in. No, you respect their decision. You let them do what they need to do because this is a time in life where we don't know. What's happening? Right, every day is different. Every day is new, and and for these NBA players, if you're gonna go on social media and complain about the hotel and the food, and then go home. Go home.
1: So you're inviting them to leave. If if it's that much of an issue for you, okay, go so, home. So what happens if coronavirus gets inside this thing? Then you can just, I mean, put a, a bow on you it. You have a really pro. You have a big yeah, problem.
2: Put a bow on it. But I'm more talking about the
1: complaining of their their setup and their situations. How often do you have to test them to feel good if you're the NBA? I don't... You really... I mean, like, the bubble has to be completely sealed. You literally cannot let anybody in, and you cannot let anybody out. I don't know how many security guys you need to make sure that that happens, but... And I know that that's... I mean, it's dangerous, but if the blue... Good Bluetooth, luck. If Toronto is trying to do that by threatening fines and jail time. Part of that is Toronto, though, is you're,
2: the city's on,
1: on shutdown. And no, the city is the one that threatened them. Well,
2: because the, city, yeah, the city's on
1: lockdown. The Blue Jays organization didn't say anything. It's just the, the city of Toronto said, if you guys leave that that facility, we're going to be on you. city's on lockdown, and then with the Blue Jays traveling and everything, it, in a sense, makes sense. I, again, I, I'm not a scientist, but you, you would err on the side of caution, um, you would imagine. If you're in the NBA... If you test everybody, let's just pretend 100% of the guys that, that go down there test negative. And you find a way to seal that thing off where all the guys in the hotels don't get out and nobody from outside the hotels gets in. All the referees, the coaching staffs, the players, they all test negative. Then you know if there's a positive test that pops up, it was already there mm-hmm. somewhere. That's... I. I don't know how you can avoid that, but if you have everybody test negative and theoretically you have everything sanitized to the point where it couldn't get in there, then you should be okay on that front, right? It would have to take somebody going outside of it and bringing it back for, for, that, for the health part of this to blow up because if... If these guys, if one guy tests positive, then you got to test everybody on his team and all the teams that are in that hotel. I mean, then you're going through the whole tracing thing. And and and, and then you know you're going to probably get another few dozen positives within a week or so. Does the NBA can the NBA survive that? What if LeBron James gets COVID 19? You know, what if Giannis Antetokounmpo gets COVID 19? Is it? A lot of unknowns.
2: Let me ask you this: Yeah, and and do you think do you think the NBA gets through this? I think they'll find a way through it. Yeah, they, I think I think just like baseball, and, and um, I think just like the NHL, I think just like the NFL will end up doing. They'll find a way to get this to get this done I, I think because they, they have will. to. They have to. And and, and this kind of is time is going to kind of tie into some that I hope we talk about here shortly. The college football stuff. Oh yeah. Um we got to get to that. And that yeah, I can give my, my opinion on that, but I think college football is going to be dictated here um on how the next month and a half, two months go with the professional sports. I think if the professional sports are able to get through it, college football will find a way. Will find a way, whatever way conference only games or whatever whatever the whatever it is now if baseball goes first week all of a sudden you got
1: (laughs) you know you got a shutdown going on or or same thing in the nba someone you know how has the korean baseball organization not had any problems i know korea is not the united states but those 10 teams are traveling to each other's ballparks they've been doing that for over a month and a half and we've heard nothing about any sort of complications logistically or health-wise with them. Not one. Haven't heard a thing. Nothing has happened. When they started their season, they made it very clear, if there is a positive test in this league, there's a chance that the whole league has to shut down for three more weeks. Haven't heard a peep. It's, responsi- it's resp- responsibility. Haven't it's heard a peep. So why are we so worried about all this stuff here?
2: Because that's what... Has happened in this country. Everybody's worried.
1: I'm just, Every, I, I just feel like if you're
2: a bad person if you do this, you're a bad person if you don't do this, you're a bad person if you do that. I just you're have bad a hard time with that. that. I just it, have a
1: hard time understanding. Like, I, I get that Korea is a smaller place and there's not as many cities for guys to wander around, and, and 10 teams is not 30 teams. I get that. But for 10 teams in, in 10 different locations to play each other over and over and over again and travel to each other's ballparks, and to have no issues with any of this stuff, I just like if they can do it, why can't we do it? Why is the Australian Football League able to do what they're doing and not have a problem? Why is NASCAR able to do what they're doing and not have a problem? You know how many guys are all next to each other? I know they're wearing masks and stuff when they're on pit road, but that's a lot of dudes all in one spot. And they're going to different places. Haven't heard a peep. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson tested positive for COVID 19. He missed the race last week. Guess what? He's tested negative twice. In the weeks since then, did he ever have it? Did he have like a false positive? He didn't have any symptoms. What do, I, I,
2: God, I don't want to say it, but.
1: Just say it. Now's the time to say it. We're, we're, we're just asking questions here.
2: No, I don't, I, I don't want to go down this route.
1: Come on, Sean. Politics. That's reasonable. Politics. It's an election year. What would what would this whole thing have have been without it being an election year? I think you you would have still had... I mean, it's a big deal still.
2: Yeah, you, it, it still would have been a massive deal. It would have still been... Um,
1: it's a lot more divisive because of, of the election year. I can, I can totally jump on board with it. I talked with Ryan... Look at what's going on with career, right? I, I talked to Ryan Grant uh, on my uh, show, Emory Plus One, last night on KXNO. And I was just talking to him off the air, and we were just like, "So, if the election has played a huge part of this, hasn't it?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, played a massive part in it." Because it's played a massive part, not just in sports, obviously, but it's played a massive if, part in this. If you're if you're a Republican, in politics is important to you, without knowing anything. I mean, nobody's even looking at the science anymore. No, I mean, no, is. no,
2: no. That went out the window two months ago.
1: The Republicans are saying that you're giving up liberties by wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and you need to be able to go places, and we need the economy we open. Need the economy open. And now, see, like I, you could talk me into the economy being open being the right call. I, I think you know everybody should have a choice as to how much they want to be out and about. We've talked about that ad nauseum on this show. And then, if you're a Democrat, if you don't wear a mask, you're a terrible person. And if you, you know, if you're supporting stuff being open then you're then part of the you're issue. part of the problem yeah. yeah if you're if you're going out and about and you don't have a mask on then you are a terrible person like okay like i don't need to be told how to live right so you have both those sides there's a big line that's been drawn and if you're into politics at all you are on one side or you're on the other and there is no middle ground at all and us in the middle ground are just like well heck yeah there's a middle ground where like why isn't there a middle ground why can't there be a middle ground and then the reporting the stuff you know everybody's talking about all the COVID nineteen cases and then the Republicans come back and say oh yeah there's more COVID nineteen cases but there's a lot less deaths the, the death rate's way lower it's just like and we're tested we're you, you can pretty much get tested whenever you want yeah we we and have increased the testing you can know, get tested every week if you want a hundredfold you know yeah. it's just like okay so my question is I'm looking at Korea. I'm looking at Australia. I'm looking at England in the Premier League. I'm looking at all of the soccer leagues in Central Europe. And then I'm wondering if they can no. all figure it because, out. Because how can we not figure because, it out? Because Emory, they're not having I'm sure
2: they have political stuff involved with it a little bit, but they're not having the device the the division that we have. And the division that we have is okay, yeah, we can NASCAR. You go you guys go do your thing, right? It's fine. NASCAR, MLS, you guys go do your thing. We're good. Hockey, you gotta do your thing. You guys are going to be up in Canada. It's fine. What makes this country tick? When football, it comes to sports,
1: basketball, NFL,
2: college football, NBA, college basketball, Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah. And we've had a huge issue with all of them. The professional so far. sports,
2: as leagues, are like listen. Business as usual. We're going to make the adjustments that we need. We're going to go and we're going to go and do this. We're going to go and do it. People that are on the the other side of it. Oh crap, man! The sports are about to about to happen, man. People are just about to you know screw this whole coronavirus thing. We're back to normal. We're we're losing our momentum here, right? So what do we do? Hey, college football? No way, man! Can't do that. Can't do that because if we let that happen, then we've just lost this whole thing in
1: general. It's a it's a it's a much better idea for so, Iowa to pick up a game against Rutgers in you know New Jersey than to drive across the state to play. It's the dumbest thing Iowa State I've,
2: I've seen. Um, and I know there's so much more into this, and I did this is why I didn't want to bring it up. But um, I saw you know, and I know not everybody likes them and, and follows them, but I follow Clay Travis who mm. does the morning show before the morning rush every day. And he had he brought up that exact point. He's like professional sports are going on no matter what, whether people want them there or not. They're going to happen because they have to happen. You know they're going to take the right. You know, but everyone's now people are losing the battle. People are losing the 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 political battle. What's going to hurt more? Well, it's time to attack college football. Can't have college football. Can't no way. Can't have you can't do it unless they're all wearing masks on the field. Yeah, you can't do it. So, Emery, it's. It's, it's political, man. It's, it's sad and it's sickening that this is what it's come to that a pandemic's going on and it's now turned political. That if, if you don't do this, horrible person. You don't do that, don't tell me how to live my life. You're a horrible person. Um, you want sports? Well, yeah, I want sports, but let's not have sports because it might affect what happens in November. And I just, that's why I block all this stuff out, man. And I don't, I don't get into it, I don't get into the politics stuff anymore. I used to love politics.
1: Hey, over on WHO. And, I, and you I'm, go through it on a daily every basis. Every single day. You
2: go through it on a daily basis. I, it wears I, you out. I loved politics at a time in my life when I was, you know, early 20s. And it mid, wasn't messing mid- with 20s. your life
1: like it is now? No.
2: Now, you, you better be damn careful about what you say, what you like on Twitter, what you retweet on Twitter, what you, you know, and it's just like, I, I've blocked all that out because I want nothing to do with it. And this is just what I visualize from a, from a guy that doesn't follow politics. That doesn't. I want sports. You know, I want sports. That's what. That's what and I. And want. I want sports too. So and I like I. So when you when you talk about why is everywhere else different and why is
1: everybody else making it work,
2: succeeding? Yeah, because there's not a there's no political gain or loss to Korean baseball. There's no political gain or loss when it comes to Australian football. It's a good point. Guess what happens on July 23rd, and if it goes off with a success in Major League Baseball, there's political gain. There's political loss there. Political gain is hey, we've been saying all along that we can do this. You know, and take do take it. the right precautions, and we can do this. So that's my thoughts on it and I would like to get into the college football stuff because I think we can have a good discussion on that
1: well then let's take a break and get to it college football time. god I hate talking politics hey really but but it <laughs> is it is relevant and you're on to something with that and now that you think about the NBA players saying you know maybe we shouldn't play well now you kind of think about it like right if they didn't play and the NBA didn't happen then yeah that would have repercussions politically he didn't think about it at the time, but it does. Either way, we'll talk about this whole Big Ten thing and now the Pac-12 and whatever. Who cares? Next on the pregame, 1460 k No, and now I want a 6.3 FM. Podcast. Arsha, baby.
3: <sighs>
0: I just want to get your attention. It's time to kickstart the weekend with Saturday morning pregame on 1460 AM and 106.3 FM. This is KXNO.
2: Usher.
3: That's a banger.
2: Uh, Tweet at us, at KXNO pregame. Cody tweets in. Um, Because in Korea, they understand the idea of the greater good. Hey, guys, we need everyone to wear a mask to help stop this, and 90% do it. In the U.S., we prefer personal responsibility. If the leaders came out and said, we need everyone to wear a mask to stop this, 50% of the population still wouldn't. And he's 100% correct, and that's why it goes into
1: there's political gain and loss. Yeah, but... I'm not going to be one of those righteous guys and says one site site is better than the other. Right. Now, I'm, no, like, I'm I know. personally for me, I like to be more cautious than not. Yeah. But that's my personal preference.
2: Those Do I like people... wearing a mask? No. Will I wear it when I go to the grocery store? Yes. yes. Exactly. If I go to a restaurant, no, because I'm there to eat. Right. So but I, don't, and, I, but I, I
1: don't. And I know it's like it's more of a psychological deal. But but even if it is a psychological deal, Sean, we. Are you do things based on your own personal preference, right? Mm -hmm. Like like the things that we enjoy, and I get that, but the fear mongering side saying that if you don't wear a mask, you're going to die. Tell me tell me how that's accurate, okay? Like nobody's giving me science for that. Like can it help? Yeah, but quit telling me people are going to die because I don't wear a mask. I'm wearing masks. But quit being so righteous that, and, and like talking down to me because you think that you have all the answers. You don't know. If we shut the economy down again, we already lost a ton of businesses here. A oh. bunch of people already lost all their jobs. We, uh... What more do you want? What what more do you want to do to our economy? I'm not saying that that opening the entire economy is the right thing to do. I'm just saying that for me and my personal beliefs, it makes sense to have the economy open in some way and let people who are willing to go out and about and let them go out and about and support the economy so a bunch of people don't lose their jobs. Is that right? I don't know, but to what I feel, I'm not taking their side. I'm just saying that I I think that's the right thing to do. So... Don't fearmonger me. Don't tell me that I need to wear my mask all the time, otherwise people are going to die. And don't tell me that if the economy isn't open, that I'm uh, like, I, if I don't go and support the the local economy, then you're part of the problem. Look, I'm not a part of the problem at all. I'm just trying to exist, man. Like, I'm just trying to do I'm my thing.
2: to go each and every day, live your life. So
1: quit telling me to choose a side because I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm, not, no, I'm, I'm, not I'm on with your, you. I'm, I'm not on you. your side. I'm, I'm not you. on anybody's side. I just, I'm trying to live and be happy and be healthy. I'm not around people that are at risk. I still wear a mask when I'm out and about. That those not Those are not in correlation with anything. It's just a personal preference that I have. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me what I have to do because you're somehow better than me. You're smarter than me. I quit talking down to me. That's all I have to say about that. Politics, baby. Politics. Speaking of politics, man, the Big Ten just said, you know, hey, the Ivy League says they're going to play in the spring. They're not going to have any fall sports. How do we avoid doing that? Uh, Let's just make sure we can control everything the best we can. And by doing that, let's just have all of our teams play each other and nobody else for college sports. And that includes football in the fall. Um, You know, like, I'm not saying that this isn't the right thing to do. But I thought it made more sense to just have geographical, regionalized lines, kind of like what baseball decided to do, trying to keep people in the same general geographic location instead of trying to have a bunch of different – the, 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 the distance between Iowa and Rutgers is what, right? Like, like, a, I, I like It's a, about a two-and-a-half-hour flight. University of Iowa to Rutgers University. Put it in the Google machine. Directions. All right. You say two and a half hour flight. How long of a how, how long of a drive? Well, I guess
2: I don't... I, I, I fly into Newark, so... I think it was about two, two and a half hours from here in Des Moines, so throw Iowa City in there.
1: If you were going to drive... Along I 80 East toward that direction from Iowa City to Newark, New Jersey, it's 14 hours and 31 minutes. 14 hours and 31 minutes. You catch that? 14 hours. What about State College? Where, you know, Penn State is. 11 hours and 35 minutes. You want to go ahead and give me a guess as to the distance between Ames and Iowa City? What is it?
2: like? It's got to be two... Two hours, three minutes. Two
1: hours, three minutes. We I, take, we, Iowa has been told to take off their non-conference schedule. You know who they played? You know who was on the schedule? You and I. Northern Iowa and Cedar Falls, which is closer than that. I mean Cedar Falls to. It's like right down the street. I mean, sense. I mean, it's an hour maybe. Yeah. Iowa State, Northern Illinois, Illinois, not going very far. I don't know if they have a Big Ten opponent closer than any of those three teams. So, exactly, can somebody tell me why that was, like that was the decision? I uh, yeah, I I want to ask you a question that I asked travis yesterday and I want,
2: to, I want to see your response to it but before we do two eight four five nine six six let's get to josh josh what's going on man welcome to the pregame
0: oh hey guys uh we just listening here this morning i know that uh everybody is uh stressed out because of the uncertainty of what's going on with sports so i just wanted to share a little uh tidbit that is a netflix documentary i discovered last night called home game and if you haven't uh checked it out yet you probably should because it is about a, it's episodes. So it's like 39 minutes is the first episode that I watched last night. And it's about a sport. Uh, the first episode is about a sport that's only played in Rome. Uh, or I'm sorry, Florence, Italy. And it's a mixture of soccer, rugby, and then the center of the pitch is like a bare knuckle boxing brawl. Really? It is one of the most, it is one of the most intense sports I've ever witnessed in my whole life. Uh, that I've, as I've seen, you have a bunch of figures that look like Shane Batista, uh, just completely out there, bare knuckle brawling in the middle of a pitch, uh, wrestling, holding people down, um, flying kicks, crazy stuff that is going on. And the whole idea is, in the meantime, they're uh, running around a rugby ball to try to throw it in the end of the goal. And it's a straight 50 minutes, no timeouts, no halftime, just. 50 minutes all-out warfare, and that was the first episode. I'm The episode's about the Highland Games. But uh, it's a, it brought a little little shine to my life. It, it enabled me to, to connect with athletics again for about 30, <laughs> 30, 40 minutes and just kind of forget about... Uh, Everything else, and I just wanted to share that little tidbit with us because I know everybody's just just stressing out because of the uncertainty right now. Um, you know, uncertainty brings fear because just no one knows what's going on. Yeah, a, yeah I, uh, so I, just wrote, the, I just wrote
1: I just wrote all a, this down, and uh, I will be doing that. I will be I'll, I will be checking that out.
0: Home game, it's awesome. I'm into it, Definitely man. Give it a try.
1: All righty, thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Hey, you have a good weekend, buddy.
0: Hey, you too. Stay safe, Yeah,
1: yep, you too. Wow, I like the idea. Home game. I wouldn't play it. I'd watch it though.
2: Troy, welcome to the pregame, man. What's going on?
3: Uh, great show, guys, as always. Uh, always enjoy your radio show. Thanks, man. And the other shows you're on. <laughs> yeah, um, thanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, Emery, wanted to address your question. I, I know that um, they're trying different things right now, and there's no guarantee there's going to be a season, but I thought it was the, the reason the Big Ten did that was more to buy time. I think they're trying to buy another month or so. So they don't have to start the season in September.
1: But for what?
3: So hopefully that the, the the cases go down. That, that that was my take of that. That the 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 curve flattens from there.
1: Well, the curve. It's uh, been flat for a month and a half, Troy. Uh, the curve has flattened. It, it didn't decrease, but that I didn't know that, that was what we were trying to do here. I was under the impression that the reason we were trying to flatten the curve was so it didn't overwhelm our healthcare system and it didn't overwhelm our healthcare system. While, uh, our 330 million people in the United States, that's an awful lot of people in our country. Uh, you know, I, I know that we have more people than all of the European countries do. There are going to be people that just test positive for this thing and many of them are not going to have symptoms at all. I'm not saying that we should be uh not taking this seriously, but at at the oh. same time, I mean, positive coronavirus cases, Jimmy Johnson literally tested positive for COVID-19 on Friday and by Monday he had tested negative. I I just yeah, how, how does that's that work? A great
3: point, too. I well, I'm not saying they're going to I I guess I think that the big 10's idea behind this was to control things within their conference a little bit more so that they had some more time to buy, to give it another month. to kind of get that under control. Now I'd not think, I don't think they're looking nationally. I think they're just looking at the age level that they're working with. So right. And it they- impacts,
2: I I think I get what you're saying here. Is they can, they can kind of set their own guidelines, right, and how how they're going to want to do it because it is within the conference. They're not they're not worried about what you and I is doing. They're not worried about what Iowa State's doing. We as the Big Ten and you being a part of the Big Ten, this is what's going to be set in place, and this is the rules that you're going to have to follow for us to be able to play football games this
3: year. And there's no guarantee, but they're probably also looking at dorms too because right. I mean. Uh, if if school starts, they usually start college at the middle of August for most of the major universities. If they can set that back, I don't know if that's what what the goal is either. I think they're still it's still something that sounds like it's teetering. Anyway, I mean even this that we're discussing seems very precarious. Like it might not happen because they've already made this change. So that was my theory. I'm not saying it's right, but yeah, I because of the age group they're trying to read by themselves. Sometimes, yeah. I, most I, schools are going to be out by by Thanksgiving too. They're sending mm-hmm. students home at Thanksgiving, and then they're going to have another big break and not start college again until February.
2: Yeah. So Troy, Troy, let me ask you this: You think maybe, possibly, yep. with a delay? And this just came to my head, so I'm just going to I do what I do best when it comes to my head. I'm just going to say it. Um, do it. Do you think possibly too with the delay, right? Or or with the with the conference only game, and with you talking about maybe giving them a little bit more time? Do you think, hey? let's give it let's give our teams a little bit more maybe another month give them the month of september to get kind of get some practice in get some work in get used to these guidelines a little bit more than hey you got august and that's it and then we're going full full going to this give them a couple months um see how the testing goes kind of do some test runs and then october 1st boom you kick it off with now we're now we're now we're going
3: I think that's a possible theory. I don't think it's because of, I mean, the sinister way to believe it be be because of money. And mm. them, you know, because we know it's going to hurt our schools, other schools, especially you and I. And I know
1: Oh, they're screwed. Know they got killed.
2: Yeah. They got killed by this. Yeah, they're it's, I'm reading it right now on <laughs> 13's got a statement from David Harris. Yeah, no, they got, well,
1: they, and- got they got they got they got destroyed, dude. Like, but I uh, it is money. College athletics has always been about money. It isn't about, like, like it's really innocent for you to think that we do this because it gives our kids a college education. It's never been about that. It's been all about the money that it can be made. Uh A couple of books that you can read about early college football. The Opening Kickoff uh, is a great book. Read about that. Uh, it's Big Ten football back in the 1890s. Uh, Wisconsin and, and a lot of teams like that. About what the sport was like then. And the understanding. The grassroots. Uh, the, the opening kickoff. Read that and then read The Real All Americans, which is about Carlisle Indian School, which is where Jim Thorpe played and, and Pop Warner coached. And, and what did college football was just a different thing. And it was in those eras, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, when people understood how much money you could make doing this. Watch Ken oh, Burns' sure. uh, baseball documentary because he talks about there was a moment in the 1880s where people were like, wait a second. Baseball hey, could be Amber, big you're
3: business. You're preaching to the choir. You're preaching to the <laughs> choir. I saw the entire documentary. Okay. Okay. Totally so, so,
1: so, all of this stuff. Sports has always been about since that happened. About making money. It used to be about amateurism. It used to be having fun. It used to be something that was leisurely and kept you in shape. Now it is all about making money. In the professional game, it makes no bones about it. That's exactly what it's there for mm-hmm. and we need to make money and that's why these players get paid millions upon millions of dollars. Well, college uh,
3: football... Two, bowl, or conference expansion, realignment.
1: It, it's football. all about money. And It was all about football, especially when it came to this conference realignment. It had nothing to do with basketball. If so, the Big East would never have broken up, but it was all about mm-hmm. football. So when you think about the NCAA masquerading masquerading around as a nonprofit organization, and all these oh. institutions basically saying that, yeah, I mean we're a college, we're giving kids education, yeah they do that, but the reason the football program is there is to help the brand of the school and to make money for the school, and that's Agreed. why that's why Agreed. all these like that's why Wisconsin sued Waukee High School because Waukee had a similar looking W for their logo, right? They are so, very protective yeah. of their brand. They're, they're,
3: arrows right uh i I, i'm totally on board with that but i'm saying in this sense that's all understood because look at salaries ross peterson's one of the greatest to go off on coaches salaries Mm -hmm. they would still coach if they made 50 you know hundred thousand dollars instead of 7 million that market is just out of control you're totally i totally agree but that's just what i kind of think and i'm not saying i'm right i totally am on board with what you're saying it is kind of it's over the
1: top. All of it is. But, but, I mean, the reason that college football is playing this year and the reason they're trying to figure out ways to get fans in the stands is because they all need to make money. And the Big oh. Ten had no problem that. sacrificing the MAC teams and the FCS teams on those teams' schedules because they don't care about them. Those, those schools needed those paydays to come play those bigger schools to sure. survive, and that was taken away from them because the Big Ten just wants to think about themselves.
3: Well, also though tuition-driven colleges, and this remains to be seen, do students want to take online classes?
1: They will never Harvard, pay nearly as much for, for tuition. They no. will never.
2: <laughs> now, now, Troy, I'm going to be honest with you. If I if I got accepted in Notre Dame, and the only way I could take the classes was online, absolutely. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> um, that's you but John, you
3: want to be there at South Bend? Oh, I'm
2: absolutely, absolutely, South South land, no, absolutely, yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, but yeah. I, Getting a kid to pay, you know, what fifty thousand
3: per tuition,
2: F- fifty thousand tuition, fifty thousand for for to go to school, and then not to talk about the money that you need for you know laundry stuff, uh, all, all the all the little things that add up as well
1: as as you become an adult. Yeah, I yeah. mean, all these kids are supposed to be living at home, not going to classes, not enjoying that in- environment of being there on college campuses. They'll yeah. never pay that money. Yeah, no, it. ain't it Well, ain't another worth it, thing
3: man. that you guys are. You guys are right about all this, and it's just hard to fathom, and, and take myself away from being a fan. But like, there's there's no savings that can save these. It's such a year to year thing. I didn't understand that component of it. I guess that's yeah, all new.
2: Travis broke it down great yesterday morning. Um, and in fact, if you haven't, uh, if you didn't listen to our show at all yesterday, anyone, um, Trav broke down really well the the economical impact and in the, in the business decisions. Um, so if you can go back and listen to the podcast. But, Troy, always good talking to you, buddy. You have a good weekend, my man. Yeah, thanks, Troy.
3: Take care, guys. Have yep. a great day. Thank you
2: too. You. Um, the question I, I proposed yesterday, Emery, Um, do you think that the Big Ten jumped the gun a little too soon?
1: I think they wanted to be out in front of it. Because all of their, this is the same conference where all of their ADs basically were just like, oh yeah, we're going to fill the stadium in April. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to do that? Jamie Pollard's saying, oh yeah, we'll fit, put 30,000 tops. And then Gary Bardo immediately comes back and says, oh no, we're going to be packing the place. And then it's like, okay, well, that's not realistic. That no. was never going to be realistic. And now they see the Ivy League the, uh... moving to, to, to the spring sport thing and they're just like, you know what? We're not going to let the dominoes fall, and I can respect that part of it. It's,
2: it's, it's a, a domino matter. effect, though. It's domino effect. They're right? going to kickstart the 10, dominoes. Big
0: Ten
1: got
2: got the ball, punted it. Now all the other teams are chasing it, right? Well, well all the other conferences are chasing it. Pac-12 come out and said yeah. that they're doing Pac-12 only. Uh, ACC has been. I mean, five minutes after the Big Ten news got released, the ACC was like, "Yeah, we're gonna. St- we're probably gonna do the same thing." Oh, by the way, hey Notre Dame, we got you guys. Whatever you need, we're gonna give you so you can play.
1: And that, and if anybody doesn't know. Outside of football, Notre Dame is in the ACC for yes, all of sports. A- Notre Dame
2: plays in the ACC with everything except for football. They remain independent, but part of that deal is they do have to. They have, the, the they, schedule, have a, they have to play six yeah. ACC opponents a year. Now, who that is, it it varies. But um, yeah, the ACC came out right away, said, "Hey, Notre Dame, we got you. Whatever you need, we're going to fill your schedule." So, by the way, all the people that were making fun of Notre Dame, you guys can kick rocks because. That's how powerful the brand of Notre Dame. Is. How
1: on earth did you change this conversation? <laughs> Sorry, all right,
2: back? but back, but back to I think it was the domino effect, right? Big Ten.
1: They wanted. They didn't. They wanna, started it. They didn't want to be the effect. They wanted to be the cause.
2: Within two days, now we've pretty much narrowed it down to we're only having conference schedules.
1: That's why they did it. It wasn't because they jumped the gun. Yeah, they jumped the gun. But, and I will, but they they were afraid somebody else was going to jump the gun and force their hand. At least now they get to kind of control their own destiny on it. All right. Um,
2: last question on this, and then I know we got to get to break. Do you think college football happens?
1: Yes. For the same reason the pros are going to happen. There's too much money in they, it.
2: And, and that's what I was I, – someone asked me yesterday, do you think college football happens? I said, absolutely. They will force the hand because they have to. You have to have it.
1: What, what they're doing... You have to have what, it. What they're doing with if the conference
2: If you want it to survive, if you want these schools to survive, you have to and have it. And what are the
1: big money games? If you're not going to have a bunch of fans in the stands, what are your big money games? Well, it's your conference opponents. Mm-hmm. Right? And those are the ones that are going to show up on television. And those are the ones that It's Ohio
2: State coming to Iowa City. It's it's Iowa going to Michigan and it's Ohio State playing at Michigan. And, and Iowa Michigan. and Iowa State
1: is huge in the state of Iowa, but outside of the state nobody of Iowa cares. some people might care if they're both ranked or almost ranked like they were last year, but not generally. I can I can tell you unless they're both ranked, not nobody. generally, not a big not a big deal. And you and I coming to Iowa City and Northern Illinois coming to Iowa City, that doesn't matter. It's not moving the needle. And it's at the expense of the U and Northern Illinois programs financially. It sucks and I hate it for them, but the Big Ten is thinking, okay, well, the money's going to have to be made via TV now. And you know how we're going to do that? It's by having all of our Big Ten teams playing each other a little bit more and trying to boost the profile of those games up. And they... They did that. I can respect that as a business decision, but don't masquerade this as a safety issue because it's not a safety issue. It has everything to do with the money issue. If we can't have 70,000 people at least in all these stadiums, 100,000 people in Michigan and Penn State, then is going to have to be the way that we do
2: it. Yeah, and uh, yesterday, the MAC conference uh, fall, uh, fall 2020 update, they came out. The MAC intends to pursue fall athletics competition with each campus formulating plans. Um, for re-socialization that will comply with local, state, and NCAA guidelines. Competition will be limited to MAC institutional members beginning no earlier than September 18th, 2020, and with the goal of reaching NCAA minimums in all sports. MAC will continue to prioritize the health and well-being of student-athletes, coaches, campuses, and communities, and therefore will continue to evaluate both internal and external factors and revisit the decision if necessary. So the MAC is like, hey, we're full go right now. We plan on
1: doing everything we can to do They're it. gonna have nobody to play but themselves yep. by the end of this. So. Which sucks for them. Little, That'll little, be the end of the Mac.
2: Little weekday maxing though, huh? Huh? Yeah. ESPN?
1: They're gonna play all their games on Tuesday. It's gonna have to be. It's gonna
2: have to be. Because you're not gonna
1: be able to do anything otherwise. Yeah. We'll come back, tie a bow on it when we come back. all oh, it just makes me mad. Money mongering, fear mongering, elitist, money, political, nonprofit, BS right, left, whatever. Screw all y'all. We'll be back to wrap it up on the pregame. 1460 kicks,
0: no, and now 106.3 FM. It's time to kickstart the weekend with Saturday morning pregame on 1460 AM and 106.3 FM. This is KXNO.
1: Back here live on the pregame one final time. A few more minutes left in the show. We've gotten all over the place. Our personal lives have been great because we've added some canines to the mix, and you know, I bought a house a couple of weeks ago, which is great. Uh, but sports world, there are some positives with the fact that we're excited to see the NBA, the NHL, the MLB all coming back. A couple weeks, man. Um, But at the same time, you know, we have these conversations we have to have with the uncertainty that exists and we understand that. So it might feel doom and gloom to a lot of people. For me, I'm just excited to see stuff happening again. And if you think money is not a driving factor in all of this, it is absolutely the biggest factor in all of it. And the driving
2: factor in everything that's happened since.
1: And if people don't want to play, there will be other people who are willing to play. And that's just the way that it's going to be. And I'm okay with that. I wanna be entertained by sports and if guys are willing to play and and their safety is being put at a high level like they are in all of these sports with the bubbles and empty stadiums and all that stuff, then let's get at it, boys. Like let's have some fun. Let's enjoy ourselves. Get sports back. What do you got playing this weekend?
2: Um I got like, mom and sister in town. Um, gonna go out to dinner tonight. I don't that's I'm not really doing much, man. Honestly, man. I I'm taking a chill weekend. Uh, I've been doing my last like month has been really busy, so gonna take a chill weekend. I've been back and forth to um, the Chicagoland area. Best friends having babies and and you know seeing family and stuff like that. Um, and then you know I've had the two or whatever weekends I've been here. I've gone out. I've you know worried about bears in Transylvania and whatnot. So it's important. Yeah. So yeah, gonna gonna take this weekend and kind of just chill out and and get ready for uh, probably a, a long stretch of a couple fun weekends and, and stuff like that and and just enjoy the the, the puppy. She's got she's she, dude she's got me wrapped around her finger. Oh, she I'm, I'm a I'm a softy now, man. That's the oh. whole point. I'm a softy. Uh, what about you? Well, I
1: got two new dogs um, that I'm very excited about.
2: When we have in the when we having in the uh, the housewarming party. They want to play a little bags. You so, saw, yeah, saw my bag. I, board? I saw, I saw the bag boards. I want, I want to get in. I want to, I want to mix it up a little bit.
1: Well, we're not doing anything today. If You want to come over today? Bring the fam. Bring the dog. Have a little, little do that. mini party. We have nothing else. But I really need to do is I need to get back on the course. It's been a couple months for me with the 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 whole uh, house thing. I didn't go. Yeah, out. I at mean, all. you were you're were on a verge yeah. of going like
2: three days a week. You were becoming going, a regular uh, amateur pro week. golfer there. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I. It was fun to do that for a while, and then when the house was a thing, it's just like, okay, well, I have something else to distract me for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been since. I've. It's been two months since I've been at all, and I had gone probably, I would say, fifteen times or so, like in a six week period at least. It was. I was busy out there. It was a no. good time though. Um. Yeah. So I mean, if you wanted to do that, I mean, I could probably figure yeah. out a way to make that happen. Um. We'll talk it about. We'll I got, talk it up. I, I got. I got a, a grill. I'm getting better at the grill. The grill is. Um, what's your favorite thing to grill? Well, right now it's burgers because it easy. It's visually, I can understand it a little bit better than some of the other stuff. Um, I really messed up some steaks. How do you mess up steak? Well, they they were gigantic steaks and I just couldn't figure out the temperature the right way. And then one of them caught on fire because it's Uh, an open flame, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm a beginner at this. I'm not going to pretend like I'm good at it. You know, lots to learn. Got to have to just practice, you know? I got, I've i gotten pretty good at cooking sweet corn on the grill. It's pretty pretty handy. But, yeah, no, that's my plan. I My plan is to go and uh, just kind of be a little adventurous with our new dogs. to them on a first walk, kind of leash train them a little bit, but they're amazing. They're already like great walkers together. They walk next to each other the whole way, very responsive to me telling them, no, don't pee on those flowers. Like, Don't do that. Yeah. That's bad news. But yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, they're smart. You know what I haven't done? What's that? I haven't done this in a while. It's been a minute since I've hopped on but man I haven't played the show in
1: a couple months. Now see I play that every day. I still like I need to get as back my, in it. As as I need my to get wife, back in it. I got distracted with golf and 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 Yeah, my wife uh, goes to bed, I stay up for a little bit and I play as my guy. I'm on the i the shortstop for the Brewers and I'm proud of you. Just, you made it. Man. You know, Go I'm i in the show,
2: you know. Feels good to be back in the studio with you, buddy.
1: Yeah, man, good to see you. Uh, maybe we'll see you later today. Maybe we'll see the rest of you in some way this weekend. Enjoy it. Get out. Thanks for listening to the pregame on 1460 KXNO Now and now on 106.3 FM.